Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for this day and for the time that we could be here together. Uh, Lord, it is our heart's desire as men of the church to be strengthened and encouraged by you, Lord, to follow you and to to glorify your name. So please, uh, we just pray that uh, you be with us this day. Uh, Lord, help me to have clarity of of speech and and for us to be able to talk about these things um, that we're considering for the future. We thank you and pray this in your name. Amen. So what I'm going to do today is I have some ideas about men's ministry and what we could do, but I wanted to get you guys' feedback because one, if this isn't helpful for you guys, then why would we do this? And two, if it's not doable, then we want to know that too. So I'm going to sort of share with you what I'm thinking and then I want to hear you guys' feedback, you know, ask questions and and give feedback and stuff like that. But before I... uh, maybe share with you about the men's ministry idea. I do want to give you sort of a context. Uh, When we started Kirk of the Plains, one of the things that we said we wanted to be very intentional about was to be a discipling church. So we wanted to be a church where people came to faith in Christ, where it wasn't just transfer growth from other churches, but also where people would grow in their faith as well. And so um, as we did that, um, you know, we, we thought about the fact that we wanted to convey the idea that we don't go to church, but we are the church. And I know we use that terminology all the time, we're going to go to church and stuff. But the reality is we are the church, and sometimes we're the church gathered like we are today or on Sunday in worship. But most of the time we're the church scattered. And, um, you know, we're out there in life and in our neighborhoods and stuff like that. And so I wanted to have a balance to where... You know, we're not meeting so infrequently that we don't know each other and we just get together on Sunday morning for worship. But I also have seen it go the other way where you just spend all your time at church. You have little time to, to disciple your, your family. Uh, you don't have hardly any time to build relationships with unbelievers and all that kind of stuff. So I wanted to try to maintain a good balance. And then the other thing I wanted was is as we gathered as a church like we're doing today, that that would help us while we were scattered. You know, it would be encouragement, we'd be equipped, we'd be ready for that time when, when we were scattered as well. And so, um, anyway, as we began to, to think about, and, and I, I probably ought to say this too, not only would it help us in terms of being scattered, in terms of being a witness in the world, but I'm even talking about in our worship and, and, and uh, discipleship in our households and things like that, that these times would help us in terms of that. But anyway, so as we thought about the ministries of the church, if, if you think about this uh, uh, basic drawing of a person, and think about this being our local body, uh, our ministries, we really divided up in three sections. One is worship. Okay, and of course, we do that on Sunday a.m. Um, we eventually, when we get ruling elders uh, that you know, in-house uh, that are able to be more uh, participatory in the life of our church. We do want to eventually have Sunday evening worship as well. Um, but then also uh, a witness, and I think about um, the scripture that talks about the feet that bear good news. So we'll put witnessing down here at the feet. And what we do in terms of, of witness as a church is is really our picnics in the park 
We do also support uh, missionaries. Um, we have John uh, at RUF and at K-State that we support financially and we pray for. Um, we've had folks in our congregation go out on a mission trip. Tim has gone on a mission trip last year. Sarah Johnson went on a mission trip last year. She's going to go again. I just found out. Just got a letter last night saying she's going to go again this year uh, as well in March. And then Nicole and uh, Sylvia work in the schools and stuff like that. I think this is an area where we could grow a lot more, you know, as a church. But anyway, that's the witness. And then you have discipleship. And when I think about discipleship and and, and Scripture, uh, how it states it, there's a sense in which it's our growing in our faith with the Lord Jesus Christ. And um, so there's a sense in which our, our thinking uh, must be transformed, you know, conformed to the Word of God. And so... Uh, we have things like uh, Sunday school. Let's put Sunday school. We have our our Wednesday night uh, Bible study, and uh, in Wednesday night Bible study, we are talking about uh, how and uh, helping our families to worship as as families, and and also not only to read the Word but to to meditate on the Word as well, and then. There's ministries like Table Talk that allow us to take a doctrine of Scripture and just open the Bible and say, where do we see that in Scripture, and what is this, and how does this apply to our lives? So there's that aspect of discipleship. But there's also a sense of discipleship where it's not just me and Jesus, but it's us and Jesus. You know, it's a sense where God has created us, as we've been talking about in Ephesians, to be part of the church. So there's... Discipleship has a component of edification where we live out that connectedness that we have in Christ. And so if you, if you think about that, we have our, our fellowship meals um, that we do. But we also have our, our women's ministry, our women's gathering, and our men's gathering. Okay, Those are sort of like the hands, like we're holding hands and being connected to help us be connected with one another. Now, that doesn't mean that in Sunday school, you know, as Chris is going to be teaching on the attributes of God, it doesn't mean that only is to feed our minds and there is no application, you know, that there's no witness that flows out of that. We hope that as you see God in all of His glory and who He is, that that will motivate you to, to uh, and, and encourage you in your, uh, in your edification of one another and also in your witness. But all these ministries sort of have a primary purpose and then there's other uh, things that happen as well. Okay. So anyway, that's I just share all that to say this is where we fit in in terms of, of men's ministries. We think about the context of, of who we are. That really, in one sense, it's a sense of edifying one another. And uh, like I said, it doesn't mean we won't be spending time uh, studying God's Word or anything like that. But uh, it's to help men sort of get connected. So as I was thinking about what we're currently doing we meet twice a month uh, for about an hour uh, every time that we get together uh, we have you know uh, usually some kind of study um, a book study or something like that and then we have just a maybe open or close in prayer maybe if we have a little bit of time we might um, pray a little bit longer but usually prayer is not much of a part of that and then uh, 
we, as we look at the men that we have in the church, I sort of counted it up and thinking about uh, regular attenders, community members, and stuff like that. So that does count like Tim and RC and, and uh, young men like this. We have about 15, 16 guys. Okay, and we usually typically have about four to six guys that come to the men's group. So there's a large segment of our men that we're not even connecting with, that are just sort of out there floating around. And some of those men can't come on Saturday because they work. And uh, then you have other guys that they work... uh, um, they work the opposite schedule. They're actually out of town all week, and they're only home on the weekends. And so there's really no time when all of our men can get together. You know, I mean, there may be a point like at 1.30 in the morning on, you know, Saturday morning, you know, where we could all get together, but I think that'd be a hard sell for me. So anyway, that's, so that's sort of where we are. So as I thought about our men's ministry and, you know, how we could continue to encourage men to be connected and to grow in our faith. This is, this is what I came up with, and this is what I want you guys to, to think about and, and give me feedback on. One is to continue to have sort of a, what I'll call a, a large group component to it, and instead of meeting twice a month, is to meet once a month. Okay, actually, I'm going to be expanding the ministry. It may not seem like it, but just hang with me. But I want to expand it to give us more opportunities to connect one another. But we meet once a month, let's just say the fourth Saturday of the month. And the, what that would look like is we'd have a breakfast like this. Maybe not exactly like this, but we'd have a breakfast together. And, and then we would have a, a teaching time. And, you know, because I view you guys as a, the primary disciples of your household. And your household may look like a husband, wife, and kids. Your household may look like a husband and wife. Your, your household may be like just you, you know, as a single guy. But nonetheless, you are responsible for that household and operating that household in a godly way. So how, how could we help you? So we'd have a teaching component where we would uh, cover topics that would pertain to you to help you to grow in your faith but also to help you to help your household grow as well. So it may be talking about things like, you know, what's the role of vocation or work in a man's life? Or how do you biblically deal with conflict? Or, or how do you talk to guys at work that have a different worldview? I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm just making these things up, okay? It could be all kinds of different topics. But it also could be um, how to deal with your teenage daughter and how she dresses appropriately or or whatever and you know for some of you you're going to look at that and go well you know I don't have a teenage daughter and you might even say I am thankful I don't have a teenage daughter (laughs) but you know but the reality is you do go to a church where there are teenage ladies you may have a niece that is a teenager or something like that you're going to run into a teenager and so to understand what the bible says about these things are important but you know I want to uh, have topics that we can talk about that would encourage us that we could see what the scripture says about that and uh, look at that. The other part of that large group is I thought from time to time, and we actually, if we do this, we may just start out doing this in February, is to have uh, different men share their testimony and not only how they came to faith in Christ, but what the Lord is, is still doing and how He is helping them to grow in their faith even today. And that just allows us to get to know one another better, to hear sort of our backstory, sort of understand each other a little bit better, and also to see 
what the Lord is doing in, in their life. So uh, there would be that component. And then there would be a, a more uh, intentional prayer time as well. So what that would mean is those large group meetings, instead of being an hour, would be like an hour and a half probably. And I would suggest that, I know like Chris, you got a, you have other commitments on Saturdays and stuff like that. We could either meet 8.30 to 10 or we could meet 9 to 10.30 and if people need to come and go, they can just come and go as, as they can. So anyway, but we'd have that large group component. Uh, then the, the other part of it would be a small group component and uh, this is to me where the point where guys would connect the most and that is to get to form uh, groups of men who would gather to pray and uh, that's that's all they'd have to do now if they want to they want to study something out of the Bible and pray that's fine but I, I want them to pray together at least and just get to know one another and support one another in prayer and encourage one another and this could be before work, it could be after work, it could, you know, if, you, if there are several guys that work close to each other or in the same uh, company, they can meet over the lunch hour, you know, and pray. Um, some guys during the week doesn't work. Their schedules are so flexible and crazy. Maybe a Saturday morning is a good time to get together with other men and pray. But um, it's, I know it's going to take some coordination, and it may be sort of like herding cats, trying to coordinate people's schedules. But I would like to have some geographical groups that, that meet to pray and, uh, and then sort of assign a leader over each one of those groups just to sort of make sure that group is continuing on and, and, and is cared for. But, but they would have that time of, of prayer. And that would allow the men that can't come to the large group meetings because of their conflict of work schedule to connect with other men and to be part of the men's ministry and to be encouraged. And then the other part is a, is a one-on-one, and that is where I want to get together with all the men in the church and have breakfast with you or lunch or have coffee after work or whatever and just connect with you and just say, hey, how you doing? You know, how's your household doing? You know, how can I pray for you? Is there, you know, any, it just allows me to have a connection with you. Now, like I said, we have... 15, 16 guys. So that means if I met with one guy a week, it'd take me about four months to get through the, the congregation and stuff. But, you know, so it, it would be just, you know, maybe a couple, three times a year that I would get together with each guy. But that would just allow me to have more one-on-one time with the guys. And then the, the final thing, and the, uh, this may sound sort of crazy, but uh, I would like us to have sort of a, like a group text type of uh, setup to where we have all the guys' phone numbers in our phone. And it doesn't mean that I want us to constantly be sending group texts to each other. But, you know, there, it may be something where you're like, you know, I was reading <coughs> the Word today and this verse stood out to me. I just want to share this with you guys. Or, you know, but there also can be a lot of one-on-one. So if we're praying for Greg... You know, today, if he's the the family that we're praying for, send a text. Say, hey, brother, just want you to know, I'm praying for you today. Or, how can I pray for you today? Or, how you know, how you doing with this or that? If you know things that are going on, texting Ryan. Hey, I know you had several interviews. You know, how's that been going? And but it just allows us to be able to communicate with each other uh, just throughout the week and stuff. So. Um, 
Then there's some optional things that I'm, I'm, these are just ideas uh, that I don't have time uh, to be able to do. But if we wanted to do some activities together and you guys wanted to coordinate that, you know, if, you, if you're like, hey, I think we ought to all get together and go to dinner one evening and just talk and enjoy hanging out together. You know, maybe somebody wants to coordinate that or somebody says, hey, I think it'd be neat if we went hiking or fishing or something like that. And you had some kind of activity that you wanted to do, you know, let me know. And uh, I mean, I think it'd be great if quarterly we had activities or something where we just spent some time together as guys were, um, and just doing things. The other thing I'd like to do eventually, I'm not promising this for 2019, is to do a retreat and just have a men's retreat where we can just sort of get away and uh, have a time of spiritual refreshment and just sort of focus and, you know, without all the distractions and things. All these things are sort of done in the midst of life, but this would be a time of sort of pulling away and uh, thinking about that. So anyway, that's what I'm sort of, as I've been praying and I'm thinking about the men's ministry. That's that's what I was coming up with. But 